0: Welcome to Soul Smart. Hi, I'm Joanna Hennan, and this is Soul Smart, the podcast that explores the hidden side of success. You see, being successful isn't about always doing more. It's about being soul smart, using your intuition, spiritual connection, the law of attraction, and everything else you have access to as a powerful soul to create more of what you want. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to the Soul Smart Podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Hennin, and today on the show, I'm talking to one of my favorite entrepreneurs, Denise Duffield-Thomas, who has been such a huge part of my business for the past two years. Her work on money mindset and the high vibe community that she runs have been such game changers for me. Denise, I'm absolutely thrilled to have this opportunity to talk to you.
1: Welcome. Hi, Joanna. And it's so nice to hear that my work has made an impact on you, and that just, that makes my day seriously. So I'm really excited about today's interview. I don't talk about the topic of spirituality very much publicly, so I know it's going to be a really juicy combo for both of us.
0: Awesome. So for those listeners who don't know you
1: yet, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Yes. So I am a money mindset mentor, which basically means I help particularly women in business change the way they think and feel about money. I help people identify and release their money blocks. And I run a beautiful community in our money bootcamp where I help people really look at that money work and take everything to the next level.
0: Cool. And as I said, that community is one of my favorite, favorite places. It's such a high vibe place and so super helpful and supportive. So you've done an amazing job putting that together. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Well,
0: there's really no doubt that you're super successful today, but of course this wasn't always the case, right? So there's been a journey to success and here on Soul Smart, what we're really interested in is the behind the scenes of success. So we see you, of course, doing stuff and writing blogs and doing videos and running courses and all these things, but what's behind that action piece for you? What would you say has influenced your success from that behind the scenes place?
1: Well, I have been an entrepreneur from a very, very young age, but doesn't mean I was successful at it. I was one of those people who really struggled, I think, to receive money for what I did, which I know a lot of people, especially in the spiritual community, really struggle with that piece of, I want to help people. I want to serve. But then I feel icky asking for money for that. I feel icky charging people. I feel icky when people ask for discounts or if my clients default on their payments. And I had to deal with all of that myself as well. And in fact, probably for almost a decade, I really went between being in a job and being an entrepreneur in and out, in and out, in and out more times than I can count because I just had these massive money blocks myself. So I love teaching it now because I totally get it. I was exactly where a lot of people are now. I was there and I've gone through all the duff of it. So I've wanted to be an entrepreneur my whole life. And now, of course, I am successful at it, but oh my God, it's a journey and a half. It sure is. And I'm really glad to hear you (laughs) say that, especially the back and
0: forth between job and business. So that's a situation that a lot of people are in and it's become this kind of shame online to have to take a job or go back to a job and it's just not the way it is like when you really pay attention you see that a lot of people have done that and there's nothing wrong with with just giving yourself what you need right
1: oh absolutely and it's really hard to create from a place of when you're broke it really is and so I think people have got a couple of choices like you can really work on your money stuff because some people have got a business that could just be successful with a couple of tweaks you know allowing people to pay you for example but then other people are at the very start of their journey and expecting putting pressure on themselves to be this success story overnight and it's okay to, to transition in it as i said in and out in and out trying to do the black and white fall in thing and then i realized oh my god i need some stability here to feel okay So I changed from a really high pressure job into the charity sector. And then I could leave at five o'clock on the dot and no one would judge me. And it gave me time. And then I did that for a year. And then I went part-time at a different charity. And then I went into working for myself. So it's okay to like just transition because if you don't feel safe, you feel like you're going to starve or you're going to be homeless on the street, that puts a lot of pressure on your business to be everything really quickly.
0: Yeah, for sure. And that really affects that energy behind the Energy, right? As you said, it's really difficult to create something from that place of broke.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is, and your clients can feel it as well. And that doesn't mean that you have to be a success before you work with clients, because that's like a chicken or egg thing. And you don't have to pretend to be anything you're not, but you just have to make sure your needs are being taken care of, and that's totally fine. But I think the thing that I'm really passionate about too is seeing women who have a business idea and they're really talented, but there's just something that's in their way of allowing themselves to make money from it, and it could be feeling like a bitch for charging, feeling like you should just give and not receive in return. That can be really tricky because you've got everything you need, Mm. but you're the one holding yourself back.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm assuming that you've gone through all this stuff as well. So... What have you done? Like, what are your favorite ways of boosting that energy? Because this is part of the thing, right? That energy needs to be high. You need to be feeling good in order to build a business that feels good, right? And that attracts the right people and all that kind of thing. So what do you yourself do to boost your energy, to keep yourself kind of high vibration in that space?
1: Yeah, it's tricky, right? It's a tricky dance because you have to be happy where you are to attract more. We know this from teachings of the Lord attraction but yet so many of us want to achieve more so it's like this tricky dance of learning to be happy but also grow so for me I remember very very clearly going to work and doing my commute and it would make me miserable so I decided that I had to be happy where I was actually I just went through every part of my day and thought how can I train myself to feel happy so I listened to podcasts as I went to work I journaled as I was going to work I did a gratitude practice and actually my hubby and I would walk around before work around our local park and we would have a gratitude practice and we'd have a gratitude practice before we went to sleep. So all of those things really help. But I think one thing that can really push you to new heights is being with other people who are going where you want to go. It's so important, especially if you're surrounded by maybe friends or family who don't understand your calling, they don't understand your passion for business or even like talking about prosperity. If you're only surrounded by that, it's going to make you feel like the black sheep it's going to make you feel like you're trying to do something a bit weird or a bit wrong whereas if you're in a community of people who are constantly talking about that kind of stuff it becomes your new normal and you can only be what you can see around you and so I, I think that's probably the biggest thing you can do but above all the whole message behind all of that is you have to be really vigilant about what you let into your space letting into your ears or letting into you know people who are around you the messages that are coming into your brain that's going to have a huge effect
0: yeah that's so important and I agree like those boundaries need to be really strong so that you're really conscious of what's around you and how it's affecting your energy levels right
1: oh absolutely
0: so did you join a community like when you were on that path to success when you were still creating what you're running now did you join a
1: community as well yeah actually I created a little mastermind with a couple of my friends, just a place, especially when I first started my business, there wasn't the big Facebook groups that there are now where you can join community groups in you know, in your industry. Or, so I felt very alone and I created a little mastermind. I think there was like a couple of us and we would meet every week. It was actually like a physical mastermind. We'd meet every single week for dinner for nine months, we decided. And we all had a project that we wanted to work on. And it was just, just that extra accountability of having people around you who could see you not for who you were. We weren't seeing each other of like, you work for this person, you work for this person, you're not even doing what you want to do. But it was like, I see you and see where you're going. And that's really important to have.
0: Yeah, that's so valuable. Wow. And you created that on your own initiative. So I'm going to have to ask, was that an intuitive hit? Was that your intuition telling you that this is what you need at that point?
1: Well, Maybe it was. I just remember thinking, I feel really alone. I feel really alone. And I want something. You know, when you just have that desire, you're like, I want something different, but I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And So I can't even remember who suggested it between the three of us, but it was like, let's come together. And you know what's so interesting? You know, we haven't seen each other for a while, but one of the people wanted to go into politics and he is now a very emerging successful politician. And I have no doubt that he'll be the leader of his country one day. And it's really like, that's what the magic of coming together and being in community. I even remember for myself that another community I was part of, I remember this girl in there, she'd had a really big success in her business. And I remember saying to Mark, come and oh my god she just made this amount and she was very honest about it hearing her have that success made me believe it was possible for myself and that's why it's so important to be surrounded by that otherwise you're going to be hearing messages like oh the economy is so bad or you shouldn't charge for your spiritual talents you shouldn't charge for this or that it's going to keep you small
0: yeah for sure and i completely agree with that as well and they say that you become the average of the what is it the five people you hang out with who you surround yep. yourself <laughs> so you really
1: Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, you want to be hanging out with uh, or surround yourself by people – who are doing amazing things. If you want to do amazing things, then then surround yourself with people who are the same. So I completely, I think that that makes a huge difference. So I'm going to move on because there are a few things that uh, that I want to ask you about. I have a whole list here and yeah, so I'll just move on. So are you spiritual, Denise? I've been wanting to ask you this for a really long time. <laughs> yeah,
1: How spiritual are you? I'm, it's such a great question because I always told myself that I wasn't spiritual because I'm a Virgo. Okay. And I'm really practical. So I would look at all these people and I think, oh, well, they're spiritual because they look spiritual. or They're spiritual because they meditate every day or they're smarter than me, more esoteric than me, or they're more deserving than me. So I now I'm only just coming to the grips. It's like, oh, it's it's okay for me to be spiritual. I'm allowed to be spiritual in the way that I want to be spiritual, which is so fascinating, right? Because I see people do it around money. They go, well, it's all right for her to be rich because she looks rich or she's got this That or the other, or she works really hard, so she's allowed to be rich. So it's like we've all got these preconceived notions about what a spiritual woman has to be and look like and feel like, or a wealthy woman has to be and look and feel like. So I'm only just discovering now that I did the same thing about spirituality as I see people do around money.
0: Wow, that's actually a really interesting uh, connection. I'd never really thought about it that way, but of course, it's the same concept. We make these assumptions. (laughs) about what you're allowed and the
1: concept is we're not good enough right and I was like well I don't meditate every day I'm not good enough to be part of the spiritual community it's fascinating but I think every ill in the world comes down to this feeling of I'm not good enough everything that's
0: that's really yeah that's really floored me because it's really true that I'm not good enough thing it's the basis of everything and it affects so many of our decisions and so many ways in which we show up right whether it's money or spirituality Mm -hmm. or whatever it doesn't matter
1: yeah Um, so I actually have, even went to mm-hmm. – I want to share one thing. I actually went to a priestess weekend recently, a goddess retreat, and I remember thinking, oh, I'm not spiritual enough to be allowed to go on this retreat. Uh, it was only a couple of months ago. But – it's so funny how we talk ourselves out of things because we think everyone's got it together and I don't. That's true whether it's spirituality or mm. anything. It's this feeling of I'm alone, I'm not enough, I'm, I'm not part of it or mm. whatever, I'm not perfect.
0: Well, it's anything that stretches us as well because spirituality, just like money stuff, right? That's going to stretch you and bring you to that next level. If you allow in a spiritual connection, that's just allowing in an extra level of support. So if you, there's that resistance yeah. to that next step to that stretch to that expansion so it it does make sense when we think about it actually so do you have a spiritual practice denise like do you do something that you would say is supporting your spiritual connection either daily or weekly or some other regularly
1: Well, I had never been a, a good meditator. I really struggled with it. And so, again, that was one of my excuses of why I wasn't allowed in the spiritual community. I'm like, oh, they'll kick me out because I don't have my meditation badge. <laughs> and um, and I swear, I was like, oh, I'm not allowed to be in the spiritual community because I swear. Kick I me out. I just started too. to. Yeah, exactly. I've always been interested in other people's spirituality, as in I've always been interested in getting guidance from people around helping me re- develop my intuition or every year, I have my astrologer, look at the year ahead. And so, but I think that's always come again from a place of, oh, other people have these gifts and talents and I don't. So I've only recently realized it's like, oh, I don't have to rely on everyone else's intuition. Maybe I can develop my own. And that's the practice that I'm working on at the moment is just to start to trust myself and to know that just because I don't maybe hear messages or see things like other people, that I can trust my inner knowing and I can start to learn more about that and not just look for external, you know, like, oh, I'll just call my astrologer and she'll give me the answer. I'll just get my tarot read into it. So I think it's just a, maybe a, a daily practice of opening and trusting myself. And that shows up for me in doing a little bit of meditation. I can manage like three minutes, sometimes five minutes at a time. But just being really gentle with myself and reminding myself that I am enough. I deeply and completely love and accept myself. And it's okay to be me and be spiritual.
0: Wow. It's such an awesome step right to trust yourself and it's kind of it's the same as with money again it's very similar because it's that step of taking responsibility for yourself stopping to look to other people right for validation or for money or for whatever
1: yes exactly and just to let people know everyone's got excuses everyone's got excuses about why they're not allowed to have the life of their dreams and I'm still uncovering new ones for myself all the time about what I am allowed and not allowed to have in my life and sometimes I think too because it's like oh Oh, well, I've got the money piece, I don't need the other part, and I'm learning to develop richness in other areas of my life, including my spirituality, because I'd neglected that for so long. Mm. Some other people have really gone into the spirituality and they've really neglected some of the real life stuff, you know, like the money piece or the finances piece. So, we all have to come into a bit of a balance, I think.
0: Yeah, definitely, they're all pieces of us, right? So they all deserve attention. So you already mentioned the law of attraction. And I know that that's part of what you're teaching about money mindset stuff. That's what it's based on as well. But I would love to know how you use the law of attraction in your own life. And if you have a practice around that or anything regular that you do, just how that's affected where you are today
1: oh yeah sure so I've been a student of I'd say personal development for a long long time ever since I first read my first book about the law of attraction which was the magic of believing by Claude Bristol I read that when I was 14 years old Um, I used to I've always been a massive reader but I used to always read horror or things like that and I remember being in this secondhand bookshop that I used to go to after school and seeing this little book it was a really old-fashioned book and like a lot of those kind of self-help books they were written for men and they're often written for men about how to succeed in their career. So it talks about doing all these things and then you're a boss, will give you a promotion. But they're really talking about concepts of the law of attraction. So from then, that's when I started to, start to change my thought and being aware of my self-talk. That was a really big key thing for me and being aware of how I spoke about things out loud, um, how I spoke about myself even. So that led me on to a, a real journey. But then I didn't really even hear about the words law of attraction because a lot of those books, those early books, even though they really were about... About that they never mentioned it like mm. like that so it wasn't probably until my mid-20s where I heard about the secret lots of people and I remember thinking again it was just oh this is just yet another thing that I'm not worthy of or I'm not deserving of because it sounded like to me oh you just have to be this perfect person in word and action and be a really good person so that must mean oh my god maybe you have to meditate all the time or maybe you just have to be you know really spiritual and then you'll be deserving of the things that you want And being a practical Virgo, I was like, but what do you do? Like, it's not possible just to meditate that much, surely, (laughs) every single day. So I went on a bit of a, like, practical self-discovery. Okay, all right. So if we have to be really mindful of our thoughts and our words and our actions, what can I put into my daily life to assist me with that, to help me with that? And then it was like, oh, I can't sit and meditate on my goals all day. What things can I put into my life where I'm constantly reminded of my goals? And so this is the kind of stuff that we teach in the money boot camp as well. It's like, what practical actions can we do to make sure we're getting rid of all the stuff that doesn't work, crowding out that negativity, but then creating opportunities for you to be kind of in the flow, in the zone as much as possible, which then leads to good things, but without having to like be worthy of it. So that was my journey, I think, through the law of attraction. And now I just teach really practical processes with it. It's like, okay, here's what you do first, here's what you do second, here's what you do third. And it seems to work. And I think the law of attraction, it's its very much in line with some very proven principles from the world of psychology. And Mark was saying the other day, well, there's this big family goal that we've got. And I'll just say it. I was going to be <laughs> cagey about it. But we're talking about manifesting twins. <gasps> and wow. have twins. And Mark goes, he goes, every day that I see twins all over the place. And he said, oh, but that's just the confirmation bias effect. And I said, yeah, but it works, right? Because the more you see something like that, the more you're inclined to believe it's possible. Mm-hmm. And then you start to take action in the real world so for me I'm like okay if I want to have twins next year what things do I need to make room for in my life and I start making practical actions so I think if things like that exist the placebo effect confirmation bias that sort of stuff then can we reverse engineer that to then train our brain to act in positive ways and I think we can so that's my hot take on the law of attraction is that it's all based on proven scientific principles it's just that because it has a bit of a woo-woo layer on top, People dismiss it as being like, oh, well, that's just nonsense. And it's not. We're just training our brains.
0: I definitely don't think it's nonsense. And I definitely think that it's just as real as everything else. (laughs) So (laughs) I love the example you gave, actually, because that's really the basis of energy work and the law of attraction is already feeling today what you want to bring in. So that making space for what you want already today when you don't have it yet, that's such a huge piece of it to get your whole life ready to receive what you desire, right? In your case, twins.
1: Exactly. Feeling good now as well so you can expand even more. Some people think things have to be really bad before they take action or they get really annoyed at what's actually happening. And gratitude can turn that around. Gratitude for what you have, decluttering what you don't want Mm -hmm. and making incremental improvements. So you're constantly feeling good, but you're creating a strong foundation. So when even more good comes, you don't sabotage it. You don't reject it Unconsciously and all those other things. So yeah, it's incremental though, then we don't have to freak ourselves out.
0: Yeah, I love that actually as well. Maybe you can explain that a little bit because that's a concept that I really love in your bootcamp is the incremental approach because it can get really overwhelming to try and kind of jump from where we are now to this big vision right away.
1: Yes, exactly. And we freak ourselves out and we think it has to be all or nothing. And so then you get people who feel like they're failures, that they didn't make six figures in their first year of business or that they opened up their practice and there's no clients. Like the universe will only give you what you can handle right now. So when people run their first course, the universe is not going to send you a thousand students because you don't have the systems and processes to deal with that, be burnt out and freaked out and all that kind of stuff. So what you do is you look at everything in your life and I always start with the things that make you feel kind of poor or irritated or things that stop you making money in your business or things just things that affect your personal happiness and you just upgrade it just a little bit just pick one thing at a time and when you go that approach you'll find that things actually upgrade and change very quickly paradoxically when you when you go for that baby steps approach but it creates a strong foundation and then you get used to it you know you get that becomes your new normal your standards rise maybe your boundaries rise a little bit and then that becomes your new normal and then you can do it again and again and again whereas if i mean we see this in extreme examples when someone wins the lottery you know they can't hold on to that level of wealth and a lot of them blow it. And lottery wins don't happen all the time, but women sabotage their businesses all the time or they sabotage their lives because they don't know how to handle the next level of happiness or success. So that's why we do it incrementally. I'm just embedded in.
0: Yeah. I have to say that that uh, I've adopted that approach as well. And it's just much better to <laughs> for your general kind of well-being and that feeling good in the moment as well. You're always feeling good that way. You're not feeling like you said, like a failure. So what would you attribute your own success to then? Like if you had... To look back and kind of look at why you became successful, why it worked for you, why you made it happen, what would you say were the key elements of that?
1: Well, first of all, I've always had a really big vision for my life, not necessarily big as in, oh, I'm going to be the richest, I'm going to be super famous, nothing like that. But I've always had a vision for how I wanted my life to be, and I wanted it to be abundant, free, definitely freedom. That was the biggest thing for me. So when I was like commuting to a job that I hated or doing Doing work that I hated or feeling like I was broke, I'd always be thinking, this is not going to be like this forever. One day I'm going to be able to wake up and do what I want to do. I can go do yoga on the beach and then I can be free to work on my next book or whatever. I never had a dream about like, oh, and then I'd get on a private plane and then I'd put on a pair of like $2,000 shoes. My dream was always about freedom. And that's what kept me going to get over those things that are freaking scary. Like the first time you do public speaking about your business or the first time you set your Prices or the first time you have to ask for the sale. I think it's just because my desire for that freedom was just a little bit greater than my fear. The fear was always there for sure. So that's the first part of it. And the second part of it is the consistency. I've just shown up and yeah, I felt scared and yeah, I felt like my work wasn't good enough, but I decided that I was going to show up every week and do a blog post no matter what. And that discipline, that practice of showing up. And the third thing is, and making offers to people. So I would do a blog post, but at the end of the blog post, I'd say, here's how you book in with a private session for me. for you know, here's my free workshop on pricing but then here's your next step book in with me and I see a lot of people in the spiritual community they're giving 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 oh I have this free tarot reading in a group or pick a card but then all I'd have to do is just say and if you want a full reading here's the link if you like that free advice I actually do help people with it. Here's, here's more information so I think they're the three elements like always having a big dream always one eye on what's happening now and one eye for the future being consistent showing up no matter what. And then actually making offers, giving people an opportunity to give me money. And that could, For some people, that means having something on your website that says work with me, click here, not give me money. But it's like some people just have no opportunity to receive anything. They're mm-hmm. just always giving and doing output and not even giving people the opportunity to do something with them.
0: Yeah. I love that you said that because that's a perfect kind of blend of the energy stuff and the action stuff, right? You're sticking to your big vision and And that's what keeps you moving and that you make space for that big vision already in your life now and at the same time you take the action that's required so it's that beautiful balance of the two it is and you need both (laughs) Definitely (laughs) definitely. (laughs) definitely cool so just to end what advice would you give someone who's still on that journey to the million dollar course to that version of success for themselves maybe they get discouraged sometimes like what would you say to them
1: well you don't have to be the best you don't have to be the fastest you just have to continue on your journey and every day just ask yourself why not me no maybe i could do this as well and obviously if you need help overcoming some of your money blocks which we all have we all have to deal with i'd really invite you to come over and check out my work we've got a free workshop at the moment and i'm sure joanna has a special partner link that she can send that to you or she can post it below this audio and do something about it everyone got money blocks but you can't let that be your excuse to not living your dream life and all of the ripple effects that's going to come from you stepping up and being powerful around your money and making friends with your money so why not you and why not now
0: wow that's an awesome message and yes i will i will post the links below thank you so much denise is there anything else that you would like
1: to say Yes. It's our time as women to step up. There's a massive calling at the moment. And if we don't like the world that it is, it's up to women now. Men built the world. It's up to us to shape it the way we want it. And money is going to be a huge part of that.
0: That's a really big message and super important for the world right now. Thank you so much for being here, Denise. I've enjoyed so much talking to you and yeah, have a great day.
1: Yes, you too. Thanks everybody. Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the Soul Smart Podcast. You can find more information about today's episode, including any links we mentioned, at slash blog. If you'd like to hang out with more women who are on the path to being more soul smart, join my free community, The Greatness Collective, at slash community. And lastly, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a quick review on iTunes. It only takes a moment and means a lot. Have a great day and remember, hustle is overrated. Let your soul steer you to success and greatness.